Hello, welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets to the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2023 Honda HRV. That's right, the Honda High Riding Vehicle. You can take a look at this HRV on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, while you're out there, why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. That we get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about this HRV in just one second, but first we have to pay the bills. Do you have a car loving little one in your life? Give them Road and Track Crew's Big and Fast Cars. Loaded with 701 amazing car facts, this hardcover book is custom built for kids who love slick supercars, powerful monster trucks, and record smashing speed machines. The only thing your little one needs to drive road and track cruise big and fast cars as a license for fun road and track cruise big and fast cars is on sale now at amazon.com and mark i'm here today to talk about the honda high riding vehicle the 2023 honda hrv and it is uh, it's high riding i'll tell you that much yeah it's kind of funny that they would say high riding because it's, it's really not that high riding especially even considering its own competition right now but in general what might be quote unquote an SUV or a CUV more appropriately, but it is that uh, I got sidetracked immediately. Please con- continue. <laughs> no, of course. Uh, I think I think we're all aware that uh, with the death of the Honda Fit, there had some uh, what do you call it collateral damage uh, in the Honda lineup with the HRV, which used to be a you know a Honda Fit on stilts with a diff- with different body, also known as a different car, but it did ride on the Fit platform but with the fit platform i believe gone in its entirety i might be mistaken there it was definitely gone in the united states which is my world uh honda did something that only made sense and put it they moved up to the civic platform (laughs) which also of course is shared with the crv and mark i believe you have the specs handy uh mark rip them off well, it's a two-liter, four-cylinder, naturally aspirated, making 158 horsepower, 138 pound-feet of torque. So there you go. But that has to haul around between 3,159 and 3,333 pounds of curb weight. So is that enough? Well, maybe for this application. It ain't no sports car. But it still is. It's on the same platform as the brand new uh, that fancy uh, Civic that goes so fast that everybody loves. The HRV does not get the one five turbo, so that means that does limit to to just the two liter, which uh, that's a fifty almost fifty horsepower swing. But Mark, you know what I did with this HRV besides driving the thing? I also take us on a quick little walk around of the new high riding vehicle, which we can go to right now. And we are walking around the 2023 Honda HRV, or as we should call it, HRC. That's right, the high-riding vehicle is now effectively the high-riding Civic, and that means there's a whole lot of good stuff going on. Obviously, the HRV used to ride on the Fit platform. Fit platform is gone, and so Honda did the smartest thing they could and throw it on the new Civic architecture. Uh, That means, folks, 158 horse, two liter, four cylinder, naturally aspirated, of course, no snail shell. CVT, of course, so fairly lazy powertrain, which could be good for longevity. The HRV historically has not been the most style forward vehicle in Honda's lineup, but I think this one looks pretty handsome. Uh, looks pretty good. Some homages to Honda's a past, with some all wheel drive stickering up there. Uh, of course, it is all wheel drive, which you cannot get on the Civic currently, but man. Boy, howdy. I think it looks pretty good. But on the inside, <clears throat> that's what people care about. HRV, of course, it's a crossover, which means you are going to use the rear hatch area. And the rear cargo area, it's fine. 
it seems fairly spacious. Uh, did one small Costco haul, did like a trooper. Uh, you can fold flat the seats. The second row, or rear seats, I guess, there's no third row, but the rear seats themselves, again, spacious. There's a comfortable vehicle. Uh, the interior has that honeycomb style design found on the 11th generation Civic. Uh, some big things that I'm a huge fan of uh, as a co-owner, steward of a 10th generation Civic. HVAC controls outside of the touchscreen. I like that. There's This is a dual climate, dual climate control, dual zone climate control setup. You have your fan speed and your temperatures on uh, digital controls on the outside. Very easy to use. Very, I like that a lot. Some cup holders, wireless charging, one data link USB port that I can find. The doors, the door panels don't have the best indoor storage, uh, but hey, you can't, you can't win them all, right? That being said, 3590, not bargain basement anymore. A digital gauge cluster looks good. We'll talk about that more when we're driving. And the touchscreen, it's a Honda touchscreen. What more could you ask for? It does a great job. It says heated seats, they work well. The seats have a little bit of bolstering, but you know, it's not, when you're hitting the Nodschleife, uh, they won't help you all that much. But what they will help you for is cruising around, which we're gonna go do right now. That car is, I think, 10 inches longer now because it went from the Fit to the uh, Civic platform. And I think that room shows up both front and rear. What did you think? Yeah, no, I definitely, I mean, obviously it feels much larger than it used to, right? And it feels bigger while driving it as well. But you really, if you compare it to a current generation, or in my case, 10th generation Civic, not much change between the two. Uh, you do see, of course, how similar in size they are. Um, but but that size is welcome, of course, because the previous HRVs I've experienced did feel you know a little little toy, a little little uh, compact. Uh, but yeah, I think the expansion uh, works for this HRV. So you've got a bigger vehicle, more room inside. You've got more power. Uh, what's not to like? Price, I guess. <laughs> That's really the only the only thing. <laughs> They're giving you more. No, car. You're, you're getting quite a bit and more I, car. I think you said. 35 you gave you threw out some number that i couldn't follow uh, my uh, my understanding is the price ranges from 25 to about a little over 30 were you saying that it's 35 yeah this was with every doodad and option oh is so that, yeah the sticker price on your car yep. was 35 yep. i gotcha yeah totally loaded i gotcha but uh, you can sneak into an x an lx base for just around 24 25 grand of course finding one might be a challenge but where you, you cars are expensive now <laughs> so that's somehow affordable they are before the markup too. They're still yeah. expensive. Yeah. So, well, golly. Gee, I wonder how this drives. Mark, did you go to Segway University? I did. I rode a Segway there. <laughs> All right. Well, that let's go to the drive. For reference, we are in normal mode. So let's push this 158 horsepower two-liter CVT combo to its limit. Let's let's go lay down a lap. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, no one will ever do that in this. Uh, that being said, you know, it's a two liter with a CVT. It's not going to break any land speed records, which is a cliche, of course, but it's fine, you know? Throttle liver is natural. You know, it feels just like a naturally aspirated Civic. You know, it's, it's not a huge departure from Honda's powertrain division, or, you know, this, this is basically a Civic. Um, I don't have the fuel efficiency uh, above me right now, but I imagine it does worse than the Civic just because it's taller. 
does a good job isolating, you know, wind noise, road noise is a little loud. The CVT pins you and holds you. Uh, not great, of course. It doesn't sound great. It doesn't sound super refined. That's just the nature of CVTs, I guess. Uh, I like CVTs, especially the Honda CVT. Big fan of it. But it just it is not the most quiet and refined experience you'll find. Nor are you paying for that price. So I'm sure that if Honda want to double the value of this, they can make it smoother. But we're neither here nor there. Uh, the steering is... I want to say a little bit heavier than the Civic. Uh, the last 11-inch Civic I drove was a while ago, so that might not my arms might not be calibrated correctly, but it is heavier than uh, our 10-generation Civic in our personal fleet. It could be some of the tire. I don't know, just the steering in, in general. Brakes good. Very rolly, so it's fairly softly sprung, and there's a lot of sidewall on it, so it, it does feel comfortable, but with the downside of that is rolly and that's just that you know that's fine again if you're if you are concerned about nosedive and body roll while heading into the apex of a corner in this maybe consider getting a civic type r because you're in the wrong car if you're in the hrv that being said hrv is it's grown up it's it's grown out i didn't mind the previous generation hrv i also like the fit um so, this is now, I guess, almost competing with the CRV, which is also Civic based. So, a bit of a tight, compact crossover lineup with our, our friends over at Honda. But, you know, if they keep knocking out good cars, I'm sure that there's a no shortage of folks that need an HRV in their driveway. Uh, if you're a Type R buyer, that's not you for what it's worth. But, man, fun. I think, yeah. This is this is this gives a stamp of like kind of fun, kind of fun transportation. It won't make you think about it, but when you drive it, you're like, yeah, it's okay, it's fine. That being said, I think it's a good place to take us back to the studio. We're all about gifting experiences this holiday season rather than material objects. If you're looking for a once-in-a-lifetime trip for yourself or a car enthusiast in your life, you need to learn more about Road & Track experiences. Registration for Route to Vine, Road & Track's upcoming rally through beautiful Northern California in February, is coming to a close. But it's not too late to hit the road. They've also just launched an all-new adventure through Appalachia, Smoky 600. You'll rally through some of the most iconic roads in the country, including the Tale of the Dragon. Then you'll shift gears and tour R&T's favorite local distilleries, enjoy Southern cuisine at its finest, and so much more. Learn more at experiences.roadandtrack.com. The uh, mileage uh, for front-wheel drive is uh, 26 city, 32 highway. So, uh, And you only lose a little bit when you go to all-wheel drive. That 2632 is uh, comparable to, let's say, a Bay Civic, which is 30. 37. So there is a significant penalty uh, going from HRV to Civic. But Mark, on a quick spin, we try to get to the essence of the vehicle. And the 23 Honda HRV is no exception. So, Mark, I must get to it. I must hit the raison d'etre of the HRV. I prefer the je ne sais quoi myself. Well, but... there is some je ne sais quoi about this raison d'etre. Uh, and then we can go omelette du fromage a little bit later. Yeah, and the HRV is no exception. So, Mark, let's let's break it down. What, the, we already established that this is a generational shift and a platform shift. It's a really uh, overhaul of what it means to be an HRV, kind of. Still a high-riding vehicle. Or, in this case, 
as what I called it in the earlier segment, a high-riding Civic, which I think this is exactly what the essence is. Uh, gone are the days that Honda is maybe ashamed of platform sharing. This is easily, like if you step out of, say, your Civic Type R that you recently drove in Sonoma and into this, you would see the obvious uh, lack of manual gearbox, but also the obvious familiar setting of uh, Civic, right? This feels well, like not, a Civic. Not just, not just the lack of a manual gearbox, but the uh, insistence on a CVT, which, you know, I I gave CVTs the the benefit of the doubt forever. I, Subaru came out with a good one a while ago, but I just, I, I'm, I'm anti-CVT. Sorry, sorry, car makers. Well, Mark, I would like to note that it is banned in Formula One for being too efficient. That being said, <laughs> uh, my favorite, I do, well, you might not like CVT. I understand CVTs and I enjoy them, especially in the, turbocharged Honda Civic. I think that uh, the 10th generation turbocharged 1.5 mated to a CVT is one of the best ways you can get a Civic. It just, it, the powertrain works so well. That being said, I don't necessarily think it is the most refined as I talked about previously uh, with this two liter. It does get a little buzzy. Uh, it is a little invasive into the cabin. That's a polite way of saying loud, uh, but neither here nor there. Uh, th- this feels like a Civic. This this is the bones of a Civic, and there's no window dressing to say this is not a Civic. This is this is turning into the skid of platform sharing, which I really, really do appreciate. Well, I think uh, the world is turning into crossover utility vehicles, and you know, just uh, just. Uh, uh accept that there's there's nothing you can do about it uh but you know honda that type r was a uh, genuine blast around sonoma and that's on the same platform and uh so honda honda has not given up uh, altogether on performance so you know we'll cut them a break and this is what people want they this is probably everything everybody wants in uh in a uh you know small crossover utility vehicle so they've they've done it yeah, and we can keep our eyes out for, a, of course, a much like the Hyundai Kona, and we can keep our eyes out for a, uh, a CR or an HRV SI or HRVR, which I'm sure no. Honda's working no. on uh, no. right now. But more importantly, thank you so much for these hard hitting questions and your insights about Honda as a whole. And listener, thank you for listening. Uh, we'd really appreciate it if you had to Apple Podcast Store or Spotify where you listen to this bad boy and click that five star button. And let us know that you love the show. Let other people know that you love the show. Tell a friend. Tell everyone in your family. Tell the, your dog, your dog's groomers. I don't know. Tell them all. And I know I say this at the end of every episode, but I got to say it here as well. Without your listenership, none of this would be possible. So thank you for listening. <laughs>